Your host, Katie Thomas, is the Director of Portfolio Services at New Day Solutions, a firm offering expertise in retirement planning with more than 25 years of experience, dedicated to high net worth individuals, families, and business owners. We work with you to have a coordinated approach for your comprehensive investment goals, providing concierge service for all generations from a team who can see things from your side of the table. Go to NewDaySolutions.com for more information. Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hi again, and welcome back. This is KT Thomas from KT's Money Matters, coming to you talking about all of your finances and how you might think about making the most out of everything that you make. I'm going to go back to what I think about as a evergreen topic. One of those things that comes up all the time that I think everybody eventually is thinking about at one time or another in their life, except usually by the time they start really thinking about it, it might be like a little too late to change it. And so, you know, I'm talking about retirement planning. Usually what I find is when I say this, everybody goes, I know I should be saving more. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. But I can't seem to really figure it out. And, you know, how do I know if it's enough is enough and how am I going to get there? So what I'll say to you is that there's this recent survey that just came out through Cirelli that looks at all kinds of things consumers do around money. And so... I thought this was actually very enlightening. Apparently, almost half of the people in America, actually uh, more than half, I take it back, 58% of all Americans save less than 6% a year for retirement. So I thought I'd play around with that. How long do I think 6% savings might last? So let's not talk about how much, but let's talk about too low. So I went in and I took a look at somebody who was retiring at 66 years old, so full retirement age, that was making about $40,000 a year, and they saved 6% of their income their whole lifetime, and they had that money, and they had Social Security. And they were going to retire, live kind of like they were living now, and no real changes. So, I mean, you guys know that if I'm sharing this with you, it's because the number wasn't good, right? So then the number was something like, they, depending upon a few factors like variable rate of return, that maybe that was enough to make them have enough income to live for maybe four years. Okay. That's not a good number. So what we know now is retirees are living a lot longer than they were ever living before. So it used to be that the government figured that you'd live about eight years and die. And, and how much you save didn't really matter that much because you were going to have social security as the base of your income. You were likely going to have no mortgage because that was the way things were, you know, even 20 or 30 years ago, not necessarily the way thing is, things are today. So people were going to live on less and they were going to not live a long time. And most of the healthcare expenses were going to be paid by Medicare. And so they weren't really worried. And then over the last 15, 20 years, what's happened is that's really evolved. People are living a lot longer and we expect they'll live a lot longer now because of what's happened in healthcare. And they're still saving like they're going to live for seven years and die. So the first thing I'll say to you is saving 6%. It isn't enough. Now, 
some people on the other side of the equation are like max funding retirement every year. They started with the maximum. They just do it. They got over it. They save it. They grow it. And what I'll say to you people is, God bless you. You will be paying for the expenses of everyone else later on. I don't mean that, you know, in a mean way. I just mean that there are going to be some people that are extremely prepared and there are going to be a larger portion of the population really not prepared at all. I personally would like to be on the extremely prepared side. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably that person too. So they did another study and they looked at what percentage of their income could come from the various things that they own and then what they could count on. So, you know, Social Security becomes like a, a baseline income. And so when Social Security was designed, it was meant to be 25 or 30% of your income. Really what it was, was it meant to make sure that retirees never ended up on welfare or broke. But what we're looking at now is people that are uh, just recently retired people. This is a study from 2016 that had income between between 100 and 250,000, that 43% of their income was coming from Social Security and retirement. So that means that those, you know, 43% of your income is coming from Social Security and retirement, and you're getting $23,000 a year from Social Security. That means you're probably living on $55,000 a year, and you used to make between 100 and 250. That's not actually a good range. That means that you're, you've made a decision to dramatically reduce the money that you spend and it's a fairly long and unhappy retirement where you're on the, what I always like to call the 30-year diet, where you're always worried about spending money because you have no way to replace it. One of the things that's really interesting is that part-time income makes up about, or full-time for that matter, can make up as much as 6%. And IRAs and retirement accounts make up about 11%. So you really have to think about how you change that number for yourself. Now, what I'll say is people that make a lot of money tend to be better savers, but that's really important too because those people also spend a lot more. In fact, the average high earner in retirement will outspend what they used to make by twenty dollars to $50,000 a year because they're not thinking about all of those things that used to come with perks to the job, like maybe company car or a expense account. Or the fact that when they went on traveling on business that they would build a recreational trip on top of it because they were there, they already had the room, all they had to do was buy another ticket for their spouse and then all of a sudden they were staying in this great resort where you know, they were loving life, they had a day or two on and they've got plane tickets back and forth and it's cheaper to go. But then once you get used to traveling like that, I gotta tell you, you're not giving that up. My retirees who had that kind of well-heeled executive lifestyle, they don't give that up in retirement. They talk about it, but they don't really give that up in retirement. They enjoy a certain lifestyle and they want that to continue. And so what I say to those people is they need to be saving a lot more of their income in order to assure that's going to happen. So I played around with some of the numbers. I looked at things like retiring, saving 10%, retiring, saving the maximum. And so what I'll say to you is people saving the maximum that are not high earners are saving as much as maybe 20% of their income, where, like I said, half the country is saving 6% or less. So if you're one of those people and you've been at 6% or less or maybe nothing for a long time, we're coming up to open enrollment season 
And one of the things I'll say to you is this may be the year for you to decide that you're going to move off the mark. My core strategy for people is to get them not only saving, but increasing what they save each and every year because it's going to be expensive. It's going to be a very long time. People are going to be retired a very long time. And those that are ill-equipped coming into early retirement um, are either going to work throughout retirement as long as their health allows, or they're going to they're going to end up pretty much unwinding everything they've worked their whole life for because there's not enough to provide any base income. Now, this assumes that there's no pension because there are some there are very few companies now that have a really good pension anymore. Um, but if you're working for a company that has a pension and you're able to fund it you're able to receive benefits from it. That can be really great and that can really shore up your retirement. But if you don't have a pension, things like should you own, you know, should you along the way buy investment income, like rental real estate property, as an example. And then while you're working and you have more money, you work to pay the mortgage off so that later you just collect the rent. Something like that can really make a big boost for people that otherwise don't have the resources. But there are going to be a lot of us in retirement. And there are going to be a few young people working really hard to make sure that we're all taken care of. So we've got to be careful to make sure that we're also able to take care of ourselves. If you haven't saved more than 6%, I challenge you to increase that by at least 2% this year and then 2% every year till you get to a place where you're saving a decent amount of money. How much is right for you? Well, there are all kinds of financial calculators available on various websites all over the place with your 401k provider or financial institution. Um, that'll just help you get an idea of what your savings might mean. The other piece is obviously at some point you can decide that it's time to sit down with a financial professional who can help you really figure out what it is your true number actually is. Now, what I'll say to you is it's not 6%, so you kind of have to get used to that as you're going into it. But the reality is that the sooner you know that number, the sooner you can decide to take action that's going to make that number smaller. So if you're young and you start to save more right away, then you'll have the time value of money on your side. If you are 50 and you haven't saved enough, one of the things you can look at is a mortgage reduction strategy. So you actually retire with no mortgage as a way to enhance your retirement. And so there are a lot of things you can do to change it, except not change it. So if we're looking for a fruitful and happy retirement, which I'm figuring that you must be if you're listening to my show, you want to think about saving the right amount saving more than you're putting in your travel budget each year and making sure that you grow that money wisely and and safely and i don't mean safe like put it in a savings account and have it never go down but i mean you know let's not be stupid with it there are all kinds of investments out there many of them are very good but many of them are also very speculative and it's really important for you to look at a speculative investment and say you know what if Bitcoin falls from 20,000 to 6,000 and I lose eight tenths of my investment. Can I afford that? Well, maybe I can if I put a little money in it, but I can't if I put my whole IRA in it. So you want to think about just buying, you know, I always say like singles and doubles. You want to have more consistent winners than losers. The idea is to grow the money. We save the gambling for Vegas. But if you're wondering what you should be doing, you should. Look at these calculators. There's tons of free information out there. Um, you can look at NerdWallet. 
And um, if you're looking for, you know, unbiased information, and then obviously you can always talk with a financial advisor if you feel like it's time to start pulling all of that together. Needless to say, shamelessly speaking, I am a registered investment advisor and a financial advisor in New Hampshire and the portfolio manager for New Day Solutions. I'm always happy to talk with you or have Tammy Simons, the other financial advisor in our office, talk to you about you and your planning. But no matter how you get your financial planning information, make sure that you take care of yourself because later on, there probably won't be anybody else to take care of you. You're going to have to do this yourself. And the more you do today, the better it'll be later on. So until we speak again. Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.